Hoes, wiener holes, are you out there? If you're out there, shake your wiener holes. It is Alex Cooper back at it again for another raunchy, sexual, moist, wet, soaking, soaking wet episode of Call Her Daddy. Hi, hello, how are you guys? Are you guys feeling good today? I'm feeling like a fucking, I don't, I'm just feeling great. I'm feeling really excited. Um, I hope everyone out there, all the horinas in the world. Ooh, do you guys remember? I think we did an episode where I wanted to like say all of the really slutty names that girls could have. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure like fucking Tiffany, Tiffany, I fucking know what you're doing. I know what you're up to. Tiffany was getting fucking finger banged in the fucking closet during seven minutes in heaven. And she was fucking squirting on kids in seventh grade. Tiffany's can't be stopped. Guys, welcome back to another episode of Call Her Daddy. I feel like this week, if you are feeling any type of way, we're going to embrace it this week. If you're feeling so horny, we're feeling it. If you're feeling sad, I'll be sad with you for that little break. Now we're fucking happy. Everybody get in a good fucking mood. When you listen to Call Her Daddy every week, we're in a good fucking mood. So what are we going to do this week? Um, this week is going to be like a little a little update, a little self-care, a little self-worth, a little self-indulgent moment for all of us. I don't want to subject you to feeling like you are, I don't know, reading my diary. <laughs> Hi guys, this week's episode is called Alex's Diary. You're all like, go fuck yourself, I'm leaving. No, 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 just bear with me here because here's the thing. I have not had sex in a very, (laughs) very, very long time. Alex, what do you mean? Like how long? Very very long time I have essentially gone almost all of quarantine with no sex shocking no martyr yes here's the thing I take quarantine very seriously I have been social distancing I have been with my mom and pop (laughs) mom and pop and me in the house guess what? I'm in my parents' fucking basement this week. Ha ha ha. In the beginning of quarantine, I was so excited for quarantine. I was excited to have this break of dating. Right when I was going into quarantine, I had a good group of men, a good group of men that I was, for some reason, I like to travel to see the men that I date. It's like, hey, Alex, here's a concept. Date someone in New York City. No, 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 no. That's too easy and way too healthy for my mental health. I need to make my dating life so difficult, so hard on myself that it is painful. I have to get on a plane to get dick. I mean, everybody loves a good warrior. So I went into quarantine and I was ready for this male cleanse. I was like, this is fucking great. This is fucking exciting. I can kind of just like chill for a minute. I don't have to answer them today because if I text them in two days, they'll be in the same seat in the same position. They'll be doing the same thing and they will not have forgotten about me and if they did hello motherfucker I'm sliding the fuck back in so that was at the beginning of quarantine happy loving life men aren't bothering me I get to choose the communication via text message now 
I swear to God, if there was that whole thing of like, oh my God, I haven't had sex in so many months. Like my vagina is so tight now. Like, oh my God, we're so tight down there. Okay. Then I'm closed. Okay. We're closed now. Like we're sewed the fuck up. That's how fucking tight this pussy is because I literally haven't gotten laid in so long. Now things are about to change. I'm going to get broken the fuck back in. That's disgusting. What I mean is I'm going to see a guy. The The kicker to the whole story is I was coming on to the podcast and I'm like, okay, I, I'm going to tell the daddy gang kind of about who I'm going to go see. And it started with one man that I've been planning to see literally all of quarantine. We've basically had this trip set. And I swear to God, I can't make this shit up. The man that I'm going to see as I am recording this podcast right now, I and I'm recording this right now, it's Tuesday. So when I release this, I still do not know if I'm getting on a plane to see him or a different man tomorrow. <laughs> okay, yeah, no, that's believable. And that sounds really normal, Alex. I'm not, I'm, that's, this is, this is a genuine situation that's happening. I'm sitting in my parents' basement right now. The guy, this is what's basically what's going on. The guy that I was supposed to, or I think I am going and seeing, we have the flight and everything, but he and I have been getting in like these annoying ass fights and he's been pissing me the fuck off. Okay. So that's man number one, man number two that I don't have a full flight for yet. However, he has basically sent me all this flight information and he's waiting in the wings. He's this new guy, this new charmer, this new exciting man that I'm actually excited about. Not an athlete. Shocker. Amazing. Yes. Clap, clap for Alex. So he's this other guy that I could potentially be going to see if this first one falls through. I sat with my mother. I'm not kidding you guys for about an hour last night. We got some wine and I was like, mom, I don't have therapy till next week. Please put on your therapist hat and walk me through what the fuck I should do. I literally do not know what to do because one of them, the main one that I'm supposed to go see, I know I will have guaranteed sex with. The other guy, because he's new, I don't think I would fuck him on the first trip to see him. Yes, it would be fun. Fourth of July. Yay. Woo. But as you've heard from my prior explanations, the vagina needs to get service. Could I deal with a finger from this new one? Yes. Would I prefer a dick? Yes. So you guys can see, no, in all seriousness, I'm kind of having a fucking panic attack because I'm trying to get this episode out and I would love to be sitting here like, and this is what I'm doing. I have no idea. When I press upload on this, I'm going to be on a plane, but I'm going to be going to either one state or a fucking other state. So daddy gang, that's my life. Um, really good. Really, really good. I, all I know is it's the same weather for both situations. So I'm just going to (laughs) pack, I'm just going to pack my bag. Um, and you know, maybe I'll just feel it out. Maybe I'll just feel it out once I get to the airport. I don't know. I think it's a big fucking fat joke, but what I do know is all of you are like, so this is not relatable. Yes, it is. (laughs) It's very relatable. Listen to me. Everyone listening to this podcast, put yourself in this situation. Close your eyes, close your eyes. Okay. You've been there. You're getting ready with your girl friends are getting with your male friends and you're like oh my god johnny two shoes is going to be at this one bar and christopher is going to be at the other which one are you fucking choosing and you sit there and you weigh your options and i feel like it always fucking happens that whichever one you pick unless it's like a grand fucking slam you always wonder what it would have been like with the other maybe i won't go see fucking either of them maybe i'll buy my own fucking ticket and i'll go see someone else i don't know door number one 
door number two. The funny thing is, is if any of you have followed me on my Snapchat, this has literally happened to me before. The man that I was going to see, I didn't know if I was getting on the plane the next day. That man is literally this man again. So, guys, (laughs) hello. Welcome to Caller Daddy this week. Okay, I'm going to take a deep breath. I'm going to take a little sip of water. Thirst was quenched. Thank you for pausing with me. I have something I quickly want to just pop in and address. This has to do, it's really going to blow your mind. Everybody, I'm so sorry. You're going to be shocked that I'm even talking about this because you know I hate it. I'm going to quickly talk about blowjobs. And I want to quickly talk about them. It's like, well, Al- no, Alex, like, how could you even fucking say one more thing? What, what more? What more can we say? Well, I recently had a girl write into me and then I saw a few other girls writing into me and it had to do with something that I haven't fully addressed for my hoes that are a little bit constricted in the way that they're sucking dick. So let me read this girl's question for you. Hi, Alex. I love you. I love you, too. I am bisexual, and it's my first time really talking to a guy, and I know he wants me to suck his dick, but I have one of the worst gag reflexes. Like, I throw up when I brush my tongue when I'm brushing my teeth. What do I do? Okay. This is my advice for every woman that has a really bad gag reflex. First and foremost, the tip of a guy's dick is so uber, uber sensitive. So what I would suggest you do, if you cannot go down on his dick, this is a situation where you will put your entire um, hand around his dick. So like all four fingers wrapped around and then they meet your thumb on the other side and you're putting your whole hand on his dick, okay? So that's your right hand on his dick. Your left hand, you're going to take like two of your fingers. So your pointer and your middle finger and you're going to put them around and you're going to put them with your thumb and you're going to put them on top of your right hand. Okay. Your hand with the less amount of fingers, you're going to keep literally on your lips. So you're going to take the hand that has all the fingers you're like gripping his entire dick and you're going to give him a nice hand job the other hand connected to your lips you are going to basically be giving him a blowjob on the tip of his dick now this may seem to you like wait that doesn't sound like a blow no it is it is and I trust me sometimes I do this almost with guys and I won't even go down that far on their dick it's amazing so you're in you're in fucking luck sweetheart listen to me like this is fucking great So what you're going to do is you're going to keep your mouth on the tip of his dick and you're like sucking and licking and literally take your tongue and swirl it and like put it in his, put it in his wiener hole. I'm telling you, it feels so good for a guy and then lick around like the tip of his dick and do like suction motions. And then while you're, you're twisting your fingers with your mouth connected to it and then your other hand is going to be down farther down towards the base and you're going to be jacking him off. So he's going to be getting a hand job with a nice little swirly twirly gumdrop suction cup deliciousness on the tip of his dick. Boom. And if he's like bitch go farther down, 
just you can just make it into like this little fun thing and be like I don't think so and then just keep fucking sucking the tip of his dick you can also distract by going down and licking on the balls and like popping a ball in your mouth and then going back and also girlfriend let me just fucking tell you you can take your tongue hold his dick with your hand and start from the base of his dick and take your tongue and lick all the way up to the top of his dick and then start sucking on the tip of his dick. Those are like little external things you can do. Doesn't even require you to put your head down on his dick and go deep throat that shit. Doesn't even require you to go halfway down on the dick. Literally. So, I mean, I think that's like almost one of like the hottest things to do during a blowjob is like tease around the top. So for you, girlfriend, hide the gag reflex by that. Okay, so he literally doesn't like you. He actually hates you. (laughs) Whoa, Alex. Rewind. I'm going to talk to women, okay? Everyone listening to this podcast, I just want you to kind of get comfy, comfy, cozy, slouch in your car seat or your couch or wax the fucking countertop a little bit harder right now. I'm going to address something with women. I read a lot of my DMs because essentially, as much as my life is my content, your lives are my content. And I think maybe it's because of quarantine. But I feel like the daddy gang is getting a little soft. And sometimes you need just like that check-in moment with yourselves. You need that check-in moment. And I'm trying to kind of be like your conscience right now, okay? Pretend you're listening to this in your earbuds. It's God speaking. It is your father speaking. You're in trouble. I have had an influx, an influx of women writing in, asking me what to do. Because this man that she's not dating, that she either just hooked up with or she's been kind of seeing, he's not really giving her the attention. He's not really responding. He's not really sliding in as much as she slides in. He's not really calling her. He's actually full-blown ignoring her. And the amount of women right now in my DMs that are like, Hey, Alex, um, I was just wondering, like, what should I do? Like, I was thinking of maybe, like, sending him a little cute DM. Um, and then if not, if he doesn't answer, like, maybe I could Snapchat him. Um, okay. Okay, let's, let's go through that for a minute. Actually, yeah. Uh, okay, yeah. I'll actually walk down that path with you for a minute. So he's not answering you. Or he's barely giving you any effort. That's the situation. The scenario is the guy is giving you mixed signals, not giving you much effort, not answering you, full-blown ignoring you, probably blocked you at this point, or you're just in the talking stage with a guy and you just can't really gauge if he likes you. How about that? You just can't gauge it. Okay, I'll go through that with you. Here we go. So you send in the Snapchat. Then you continue to get the same amount of communication. You send in the DM. He doesn't answer. Or he answers with like a double tap of a heart. Or just like a laughing face. Okay. And then it continues. Mm-hmm. Yep. Here we are. Yep. He's still not really giving you that much. But you're like, but he hearted it. Alex, he hearted my message. This is great. 
Right, right, right. Yeah. Has has he ever sent you a DM? Has he ever sent you a funny meme? Think about that, Candace. You're always looking at your DMs. You're always sending him little funny memes that remind you of Jeremy. Does Jeremy ever send you a DM? Does he ever first reach out? Does he ever first initiate? Oh, no. Okay. Okay, I was just no, I was just wondering. I was just we're just having a conversation here, Candace. Um, listen, women, I'm not trying to be an asshole, but I do think it's helpful. I think that we I have to have listen, I have these check-in moments with myself all the fucking time, and I'm happy to be the asshole to help you have your check-in moments. We're having a little check-in moment. Okay, ladies, here's the thing. I do think women just need a big fat fucking punch to the fucking head and I want your head to be stuck in the drywall right now while I do this entire rant and then you can pull yourself out afterwards but only if you understood the clear message got it okay good listen to me if you are currently listening to this podcast and you are still wondering if this man likes you if you should continue to make an effort then you have your answer if you're wondering and if you are confused those two feelings right there those two thought processes that equals he doesn't like you (gasps) Alex stop it stop it right now that's so fucking me don't care don't fucking care don't care at all because guess what men do not play games like women do. Like they play games when they're trying to fuck you. Yes. And they'll be all sweet and nice to you. But the game of like trying to not answer you a lot. That's not a game for men. That literally just means he doesn't like you. A man doesn't sit on his couch and purposefully not answer a text for a certain amount of time to make a woman feel insecure and then hit you up like a few hours later to say blah, blah, blah. No, no, no. That's female shit. Every single woman listening to this podcast, you've done it. You've waited a little bit of time. You're like, no, fuck him. He didn't answer me for so fucking long. And now I'm going to slide in. I'm going to answer him back in two hours because he took four hours, but I can't wait four hours. So I'll wait two fucking hours. Men don't do that. If a man wants to text you, he will text you. If a man is not answering you for four hours, it's usually because a He's just busy. B, he forgot to answer you. C, his penis is literally inside another bitch. Or D, he's like, I'll answer her later. I don't really feel like having a conversation with her. Okay? If a man really, really fucking likes you in the middle of like 19 business meetings, games, classes, whatever it is, he's texting you. He's got 2.5 seconds. He can go pee. He'll text you while he's peeing. And I know this hurts. And I just I just wanted to bring it up on Caller Daddy because I do feel like sometimes we catch ourselves slipping and we're like, how do I get Ben to answer me? If you're ever asking yourself, how, how do I get Ben to answer me? No. Why are you trying to get someone to answer you? bitch no that is and it's like oh my god and it listen it took me fucking time to get this in my head too listen I'm not fucking perfect at all I told my mom the other night I think one of the most (laughs) profound things she ever told me when I was growing up and it hurt a little bit it definitely hurt a little bit in middle school Alex was like I don't like that one mom I don't like that one bit but it's the fucking truth daddy gang why Would you want to be friends with someone that doesn't want to be friends with you? Think about that. Why would you want to be with someone that doesn't want to be with you? (laughs) 
Like that's what it is. Literally, that's what it is. Ask yourself that question. If you are talking to someone and men, this can apply to you too. If you are talking to someone right now that isn't matching your level of want and desire and interest in a relationship, in a texting relationship, in a fucking relationship, in whatever relationship you have, in a friendship, it goes all different directions. If that person doesn't want to be friends with you, doesn't want to be in a relationship with you, why would you want to be friends or in a relationship with them? And I think this is so powerful because I do think a lot of times, like even in college, I remember I had a guy and if I had asked myself that question, I would have been like, yeah, he's not giving me any of the vibes. So what are you doing? Like literally, what are you doing? <laughs> like, wait, why are you crying? Well, should I message him again? What's the message? What are you going to message him? Hi, I'm really upset that you're not messaging me. And it just really pisses me off that you don't care as much as I care. Oh, listen to how embarrassing that is. I just like, I don't get why you're not answering. Like, I just don't get it. Like, why don't you want to talk to me? Like, you're not giving me the same effort. Like, what are you doing? Like, what? What are you doing? Think about it right now. Every single woman listening to this podcast, when you're trying to figure out how you're going to double slide in or how you're going to message him or how you're going to get his attention. Why? Literally, why? I feel as though a lot of times women cling on to little hopes, little things. There are so many people that are listening to this podcast because I've fucking done it. There's so many people that are like, so yeah, like he hasn't answered me and like he keeps leaving me on red, but like, I will never forget this one time we were like hanging out on his couch and like, he just, he put his arm around me and he looked at me and he was like, I like you so much. And then you're sitting in your room trying to convince your friends because your friends are like, bitch, you're so stupid. Like literally move the fuck on. And you're like, no, guys, you don't get it. Like when we're together, it's just different. No, it's not. Because guess what? When you were together, your pussy was in front of his face and he will say anything he fucking wants so he can get inside of your pussy. But the minute you fucking leave and you're wondering like, OK, but now why is any fucking answer? No, because your pussy's not there anymore. And he doesn't care anymore. He's going to say whatever it is in the heat of the fucking moment. Yes, I like you. You're so beautiful. You're fucking different. Baby girl, I like you. I could see this. Oh my God, you're so... I love when you do that. Literally listen to a man when he's in front of you. And whenever he's speaking anything complimentary towards you, almost an alarm should go off. Why is he saying those things? This this may be very unhealthy. Women are going to be like, well, what if he really does fucking like you? I don't care. At least have your guard up until he proves a few fucking times that show worthy of you actually hearing the words come out of his mouth. Because I'm sorry, but for the most part, especially the demographic and age of people listening to my podcast, for the most part, when a man is going to say some generic fucking shit, it's to get inside of you. So women... I think that you clinging on to little things of him, but he twirled my hair and he said I was different. No, you're not different. What he means is I feel like your pussy lips may be a little fucking bigger and fatter than my last bitch. And I feel like that'll feel good on my dick. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. I know some people are like getting really disheartened and they're like, okay, Alex, you're making me feel like shit. This shouldn't make you feel like shit. That we're in our little own bubble on this podcast right now. And sometimes you need to fucking slop in the face, not by a dick, but by me to be like, ring, ring, bitch. If he doesn't treat you like he's obsessed, then why the fuck are you giving him any fucking more energy than exactly what he's giving you? Okay, Alex, then what am I supposed to do? Just move on. 
if you are having or if you are getting very good dick from a man and you can lower your expectations and you can say to yourself, I'm going to be okay if on a Saturday night he blows me off. That's fine because the dick is so good that then the next time he texts me, I just I do want to have sex with him. I don't give a fuck. Then that's fine. What I would suggest for those women is find another body have enough people on your roster that if the main dick that is a dick and you like his dick if he blows you off in order to keep yourself from feeling like a large piece of shit have another body on your roster that those nights that you get blown off you can text that person that can keep you kind of afloat okay then you're not going to be in the fucking bathroom with razors and you're like I'm gonna die because I've been there but no so that would be my one suggestion however I think the person that has the power in the relationship succeeds um, and, and listen, and I know this is going to like really piss people off. Cause I think I remember tweeting it like a really long time ago and the, <laughs> and the amount of people on Twitter that were like, <clears throat> so like that is literally the most toxic thing you can fucking say. Don't fucking care. Cause guess what? My mom told it to me also when I was at a young age and like shout out to her because as a psychologist, I think she wanted me to be ready for battle. Some of this stuff, you can say it's not healthy, but it really has helped me. So it should help you. The person that cares least in the relationship holds the power. Wow, Alex, you're really going to hit us like that, huh? Yeah. Think about that. Think about the person in the relationship that cares the least. So let's paint a picture. I'm in a relationship with a guy. Total dick fuck boy barely will text me when I want him to text me what does that make a girl do it makes me chase him it makes me wonder what he's doing I'm always constantly concerned about him where is he what is he doing why isn't he texting me back why is he liking other girls blah 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 blah. and you go down this rabbit hole so who has the power he does because he doesn't give a fuck and then it makes the other person feel insecure and then you start to chase them like this is the shit that I think women avoid the fucking facts in front of them and the reason I think a lot of us do it is because we're thinking like women (laughs) whoa shocker and that's not our fault but I I, and I kind of want to like retrain daddy gang's brain right now when you are dating a man a lot of times you just have to adapt a little bit of the male thinking. If you want to be successful, especially in like the dating phase and playing the game and all that shit, if it's your fucking boyfriend, blow his fucking ass up until he answers. But if you're trying to play the game, you need to kind of rewire your brain a little bit. Okay. How do we do that, Alex? Men, when something is bothering them, they like to pull away and they like to deal with it internally by themselves. And they like to distract themselves. Women. Oh, women. We need to talk about things until it's fucking dug into the ground. It's fucking carved into every tree on the fucking block. And everyone knows our fucking issue. And we talk through our issues. So women, if there's one thing at times, think like a man. Like when you are getting fucked over by this guy. When you are drunk and you want to text this guy. I always like to think, well, what would he do? And it's going to fucking pain you all when it happens. But it's like, well, what would he do? Jennifer, what would he do? 
Oh, he wouldn't text. Has he ever usually texted you when he's drunk? No. Oh, wait, he doesn't slide in when he's drunk. Oh, oh, he only does for a booty call. Oh, so, um, Jennifer, why are you sending him paragraphs when you're drunk? Have you ever gotten a paragraph from him when he, oh no. Okay progress jennifer we're recognizing you look like a fucking moron when you're drunk and for some reason he never sends you emotionally charged texts when he's drunk okay so what about next time when you're out if you're about to go send him a crazy ass big ass paragraph about how you're just so fucking annoyed because you know what ethan you're just constantly fucking with my head and i fuck you and this all right you want to text him you have to text him send him a booty call okay how about we start there all right, I'm letting you text him, but you're going to do what he does. Hey, you up or whatever the fuck he's texting you all the time. Copy and paste one of his booty call texts and send it to him one night. Let's start there. Okay. Are we all good? Men hate, hate, hate. Did you guys hear hate? The word hate, hate. Strong word. Don't care. Hate. Men hate when women are emotional and this is the biggest fucking big fat fucking hello everybody motherfuckers daddy gang listen up men freak out internally when they see a woman getting emotional especially when you are not dating this man to get emotional with a man when you're not dating you have no right like you have the right send the fucking paragraph go for it look bad shit what i'm saying is if you send that when you're not even dating a man is literally going to shut the fuck down and every single thing you send him and say to him is literally going in one ear and out the next so women let's think about this Instead of being a fucking emotional piece of shit that you're just freaking the fuck out at him and you're screaming and you're like, you fuck it. All right, let's do the complete fucking opposite. And I know that so many people are going to be like, you're just putting women down. Like we should embrace who we are. We're emotional beings. No, I don't fucking care. Okay. I don't care. You can be emotional with your friends, but if you're trying to play the game with a man, if you can take a few, a few, just a few of our female traits out of it when you're trying to talk to a guy you will succeed way bigger than what you have in the past the amount of times that I have tried to act more like a man than the guy I'm dating not showing up with a fucking strap on being like get on the bed Billy let's go no what I mean by that is when he does something to completely piss me off like he ignores me that one night and then the next day he slides in and says hey I'm really sorry about whatever blah blah I don't I don't say anything mean I don't even leave him on red sometimes I don't want to show I'm being petty I don't answer his message two days later hey what are you doing want to hang out later he's gonna be like what wait I haven't heard from you in two days I thought you were wait uh, what uh deal with the emotions in your fucking bedroom write them in your fucking diary don't even let him see you fucking sweating i promise you girls this is part of the game that i play and it works every fucking time make a man wonder why the fuck is she not why is she not wait why aren't you upset (laughs) wait why aren't you calling me screaming like where are the 900 phone calls don't do it literally don't do it don't give it to him okay 
there's a lot of strategy that goes behind this. And I understand a lot of women are like, this is unhealthy. This is no, it's not. Okay. Okay. So yes, yes, mom. (laughs) Hey guys, my mom is just coming down for the, um, laundry mom. I'm literally in the middle of my fucking podcast. This is your laundry. (laughs) Hey guys, this is the facts. My mom is coming down to literally do my laundry, and I was just a bitch yelling at her. She's mom. We're in the middle of the podcast. I just let the daddy gang know. Um, we don't know what we're doing. No, I'm not texting him. Oh. Will you please come and say that in the microphone? I don't know if you guys can hear that. My mom's literally like, hey, did you text him, Al? And I'm like, no, I'm not texting him. She's like, not that one. I hate that one. He's a sociopath. Okay, mom. No, I didn't text him. You, she likes the new one. Oh, she likes the new new. No, I haven't decided, mom. Thank you. No, I Yes, thank you, Mom. We can talk about this later. Wine, talk soon, go do my laundry. Yep, thanks, Mom. Um, my mom is, like, obsessed with one of my ex-boyfriends, and he's not a part of the um, equation right now. Um, you know, we started talking again, looking forward to the future, but for now, we're dealing with sociopaths and new men. Thanks for the laundry, Lori. <laughs> what podcast does this? I'm like, hey, Daddy Gang, sorry, hold on. Uh, my mom's just coming down to quickly do my laundry, and she's just doing a little pit stop to see if I decided on the flight tomorrow. Okay, sorry about that. Um, let's get into the next segment, sex. Mom, go the fuck upstairs. I see her lurking. Go upstairs! <laughs> my mom's like literally hiding in the laundry room like having so much fun i swear to god if i wasn't born this family would be so fucking boring okay i just took a swig of water i need a little break podcasting alone is hard um the amount of women that write into my podcast on the daily and are like I have never had an orgasm. I have never had an orgasm. I cannot come when I'm having sex. I've never fucking came. Can't come, can't come, can't came, came, come. Got it. You can't come. Totally normal. What? Totally normal. Huh? Totally normal. It is so fucking hard for some women to have an orgasm. And if every single person listening to this podcast that is a female, if you are feeling discouraged, if you are feeling let down because you're embarrassed almost like you almost you're in a group with your friends and all your girlfriends are talking about how fucking hard she came on Johnny's dick. Little Johnny two shoes up in there with his fucking construction boots on and fucking Stacy's brains out. And you're like, <laughs> Stacy, like, oh, my God, me too. Like, I literally come all the time. Like, can't even stop. Won't stop. Like, come all the fucking time and meanwhile you're lying liar you're lying inside and you're like oh my god I wish I've had an orgasm I wish I have but I'm lying to everyone around me and I'm basically lying to myself and I'm lying to myself when I'm getting fucked and I'm just pretending and it's just a big fat fucking lie it's exhausting but at the end of the day it's upsetting at the end of the day I get it socially there's pressure when you're around your friends to talk about how you've had an orgasm especially if there's that one stupid fucking bitch Nicole that's like god I squirt all the fucking time it's like oh my god like I want to take a fucking day off like my god this pussy just fucking rains all day it's like Nicole just relax okay just please stop not all of us are a fucking sprinkler like you like reel it in bitch But when you have people around you that constantly are talking about having these amazing orgasms and you are a woman listening to this podcast that 
doesn't have those orgasm or has never had an orgasm it is a very defeating feeling and you start to just accept sex without coming no nope Mm, nah Uh, I don't really think so Mm, no if you're part of the daddy gang eh, nope not gonna happen we're gonna work on this here are my two little tips tips loonies okay um number one Maybe before you go to bed, this is going to sound a little fucking weird, but just hear me out. Maybe before you're getting into bed that night, you could literally be talking to zero men. Don't care. This is for you. Put on like kind of a hot bra, hot panties, or don't even be nude. Take a couple fucking pictures of yourself nude. Basically do like you're going to send a guy a nude, but for yourself. I know this sounds out of control. Narcissistic? I don't think so. But when I am taking nudes, I like get turned on. And I think that a lot of women would understand what I'm saying. It's like there's something about you trying to be sexy like throughout you posing and getting an ass shot or like a vagina shot or a tit shot or a mirror shot you're gonna start getting turned on and I know that sounds insane but just go with it. Maybe start touching yourself. Maybe start feeling it out. Okay. Then you're going to get in bed. Now, this is the porn that I want you to watch if you are a woman that is not having orgasms and you don't like to watch porn. You are going to pick an ASMR porn of a girl masturbating. Okay? Stay with me here, people. I have done it before and it was really fucking hot and it got me off. You are basically going to open your phone, find an ASMR ASMR porn of a girl masturbating. She could be using a dildo. She could be using a vibrator, whatever it is. And you're going to put your phone down and you're going to hear her moaning and you're going to hear her using her toy on herself. And simultaneously, you are going to be masturbating and hearing her moans is going to, I swear to God, just give it a fucking try. And you have to try a couple different, because I've like had some girls where I'm like, okay, you're annoying me. And you have to find like specific videos. Like I found this one video that's long as fuck. And there's this girl that goes in different positions when she's masturbating. And it was so fucking hot. And I just put it right next to my, on my pillow next to my ear. And I start masturbating basically with her. And I am telling you ladies, the first time I ever did this, I, cause you can have different types of orgasms. I had a clitoral orgasm and then I also had an internal like G spot orgasm. Okay. So it's like the internal orgasm. You feel like that pulsating inside of you. It's like a deeper orgasm. And then the clit is like a tingly sensation. I had both. It was like, it was amazing. And I remember being like, um, okay, I need to go tell the fucking daddy gang this. It was me not fully focusing on a video watching it go down, but I had the audio in my ear playing and embrace it. I think sometimes people get in their head so much and they're freaking the fuck out and they're like, I just feel weird. Like, I just like don't know if I, no, you're by yourself. We do some of the weirdest fucking shit when we're by ourselves. Like we do things that are cringy. You fucking, every single person listening to this podcast, this is going to sound schizophrenic. No, you, we've all talked to ourselves before while we're by ourselves, talking yourself through something, or you fucking picked your nose or whatever you're doing. You do a lot by yourself. So why not 
do something you enjoy. And if you feel a little fucking discouraged, I urge you to take these tips. Boom. Boom. Girls, are you already having an orgasm? I low-key just had one while I was doing that segment. I'm. It's so sad that I'm in my parents' basement. They're probably like so upset. But the chair is wet and we're here. ASMR report for the fucking win. Christian. Christian. Don't do it, they said. Don't do it, Alex. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't care. Questions of the wicked souls. Questions of the wicked somebody. But questions. Guys, it's questions of the week. I'm so excited to have you here. Thank you for coming to my favorite segment of the fucking day. Questions of the fucking week, bitch. I'm about to pop off this questions of the week with just like a little... A little bit of just like a daddy gang comment that just made me really fucking happy for every man and woman listening, okay? Hi, daddy. I'm new to the podcast, but I just wanted to say thank you for normalizing all the shit that everyone else is embarrassed to talk about. I was having major anxiety about sex with my new boyfriend, even though I'm obsessed with him. Nothing helped, but when I started listening to Call Her Daddy, I felt really excited about sex again, and it's freeing to have somebody talk about women's sexuality without any fucking rules she didn't say the word fucking but you guys know me i fucking added it in there for a little yes bitch yes fucking bitch daddy fucking gang yes like i i just wanted to read that because i was thinking about it i'm like i don't want anyone to be looking at sex like fuck like i just okay i gotta mark that off today like it's on my to-do list like it's a fucking chore if you enjoy masturbating by yourself with your fucking vibrator, you should be that excited about sex too. The way you feel about like getting in your bed at night under your fucking comfy covers and like winking it or fucking masturbating with your clit. You should want to feel that way about having sex with your partner or your hookup buddy. So I think that's why I want to talk about all this shit because it's like, let's <laughs> let's make sex fun again. All right. Not that it ever wasn't, but I think a lot of people put so much fucking pressure on themselves this podcast it's like let's have fucking fun guess what i have like a little secret for you guys it's like gonna blow your fucking minds so like we are all alive because our parents were fucking (gasps) what no yes so everyone that thinks this show is fucking disgusting go fuck yourselves oh my god they're talking about sex yeah bitch you're you're literally breathing because your mom was a fucking whore and was fucking your dad i don't know she may have been like a virgin and had sex once but who cares we're all fucking alive because they were banging so we should fucking bang okay i'm calm down now let's move on to a question okay holy fucking shit alex daddy i love you so basically i've been hooking up with my ex because hot girl summer don't say that and on the side he has been hooking up with other bitches. He hooked up with us both in the same night. How do I bring it up to him and not sound crazy? Or how do I piss him off? Love you so much. So you don't bring it up. That's literally the answer. You don't bring it up to him. Do you want to look like a stupid, crazy, psycho, obsessed in love bitch? No, the answer is no. So what do you do? You don't bring it up. Okay, next question. Um, I love the podcast. I have never had sex. I'm 21 years old and I don't know how to approach the opportunity. Should I shoot for an older man or younger, a virgin or not? I really need advice on this and I feel that you're an expert on this topic. 
This is a great question. And I feel like I've been reading a lot of questions lately. And I do feel like we've got a good amount of people on here that maybe they're not virgins, but they're not as experienced. And that's fine. We welcome all daddies. Um, all right. Here's the thing. If you're a virgin, I think that you have to stop thinking of yourself as a virgin. Obviously, you know you are inside, in and out, through and through, fucking virgin mother Mary. However, I think that when you're approaching sexual situations, obviously everyone's different, but... I think if you stop putting so much pressure on yourself being like, I'm a virgin the first time, the first time I'm a virgin, I'm freaking the fuck out. I'm a virgin. And I need to make sure that my first time is this, 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 and this. Uh, Listen, there are some girls that literally plan (laughs) like their weddings. They plan the time that they're deflowered. They're like, I'm going to be wearing this and he's going to court me like this. And we are going to have sex on these sheets at this time during this day. And it's like, Hey, you know, if it works for you and that's your fucking cup of tea, beautiful fucking love it, Mary Beth. However, here on Call Her Daddy, I'm going to tell you that as special as your first time can fucking be, it's never usually going to live up to what you fucking wanted it to be. So when people are like, should I just get it out of the fucking way? I hate to say yes, but I think if you're a person that isn't like planning for it like their fucking wedding day, then yeah, I think if you're attracted to a guy, um, go for it. I would just really, really hope that you don't go for someone that's like a full-blown fucking asshole because I think a lot of people get left in a situation where then they just feel shitty about themselves because not only is he an asshole and he's not texting you back, but that was your first fucking time having sex. What you're going to... What you will enjoy is not the sex. You'll enjoy the way that the man treats you pre, during, and post. That's really what being a virgin and like losing your virginity means. You're not going to be like, I just lost my virginity. And let me just tell you, my orgasm was out of fucking control. No, I don't. I don't know a lot of women that were like, I had an orgasm when I lost my virginity. It doesn't happen for a very long time. Right after you lose your virginity, I promise you on my fucking life, it's not going to be good sex. Like literally, it's almost like get the first like year of your life out of the fucking way because then you're going to start having good sex. So the sooner you get it over with, the sooner you can begin to progress towards having good sex. And I know people are going to be like, Alex, stop it. But it's the fucking truth. I literally said, it's like each phase of my life, high school, I feel like I was just blacking out when I was having sex. I'm like, what is even happening? Like, is that supposed to feel like I, I didn't know. And the guy didn't even fucking know what was happening with my clit. So like, I was like, I don't really think I'm enjoying this, but like, this is what we're supposed to be doing. Right. And I was just too fucking young. College sex was way better than high school, but still I thought college sex was the ultimate until I got out of college and I was like, oh fuck, oh fuck, I was literally not having sex in college. Like you go through these slowly throughout getting more experienced, you just get better at sex and you get better at knowing your body, knowing what you like. You also just know how to like handle a man better if I'm speaking to the women and then men too it's like you the more you have sex like the more you obviously you're gonna get experienced so so the sooner you get that out of the way the sooner we can start having fucking great orgasms and then fucking orgies and then threesomes and then backflips onto dicks do you know what I'm saying me either okay moving on 
Okay. Hi, Alex. I have a super embarrassing problem to admit. I'm in my 20s and I still give hickeys. I personally think it's super hot when a guy sucks and bites my neck and other places during sex. So I assume the guys like it too. Most guys seem into it during sex, but then end up with a bad hickey afterwards. And even though they like it during sex, they end up thinking I'm a psycho once they look at their necks. Any advice? Yeah, my advice is you need to stop doing that. That that's like you need to stop doing that. Sorry to be a bitch, but like I don't know why you're doing that. Hickeys are literally for people that are in sixth grade that want to show that they like had a makeout session. That is not cute. I think that hickeys are so dumb, and I think that like when obviously there are times in sex that like you can be getting hot and heavy. You can always control a hickey. You can literally always control it. There, you there's no need for anyone to ever have a hickey. You can suck on their neck. You can kiss on their neck. You can be biting their neck. You don't need to give them a hickey. Even biting on their neck will leave a different mark. A hickey. No, you like intentionally made that, that decision for a few fucking long ass seconds. I'm going to sit here and suck the fucking living shit out of your skin. We don't need it. It really is elementary and I'm not trying to be an asshole but like if a guy gave me a hickey I'd be like wait you're what what why it literally is like prudes do that to show they're sexually active if you're sexually active you don't need a fucking hickey if however if you do like to like get marked the fuck up by people when you're having sex something I really like to do is like if a guy is fucking me and like is on top of me I love to like put my hands on their back and like grab them and like thrust them closer to me when they're fucking me and I remember one guy I was hooking up with he and I had like really really hot sex and we were drunk and I like scratched the fuck out of like the side of his back because I was like pulling him closer to me so fucking hard while he was fucking me and then the next day he went to his game and he like texted me a picture in the locker room of his side of his back and he was like I just fucking took off my shirt and all my teammates were like what the fuck happened to you in like a hot way he was like Jesus Christ I forgot how like like wild we got last night and in his mind it like reminded him of the hot sex we had okay this is a really fucking good question are you guys ready are you fucking amped I am okay Hey, daddy. Love you. Love you too, bitch. All right. She said last week, you and Savannah talked about always having that guy in the corner of your mind that is the person you want to end up with, but you find boring right now. I was wondering what you think about when the girl is in that position in the relationship, because sometimes I feel that way. I have a guy that I've had a thing with in the past and we still talk, but I know he likes to fuck around and is a horny motherfucker who claims to still like his ex-girlfriend. However, he still says I'm a great girl and cares about me. So I was wondering, what are your thoughts and advice for the girls who are the marriage material for a guy, but they make us wait around while they fuck around? Oh, what a good one. Let me think about this. You don't want to become a doormat. You don't want to become that girl that he's like, oh, Sarah Beth, you're so cute. And it's like, well, I don't want to be cute. Why are you always fucking Cassidy? But I'm the girl that you always just tell me you care about me. I I get nervous for those women because I see it often where like you almost take too much of their shit. So if I were you and I know like a lot of women in this position, maybe this feels 
a little strange for you to do because you may not be a girl that plays a lot of games and that's totally fine and I respect that if if I'm giving you my advice though because I know it will work what it is is you don't need to fuck around with more guys but you need to give off that vibe that you are doing your own fucking thing and then all of a sudden you're not so waiting in the wings marriage girl because you're fucking busy and there is a potential you may move the fuck on. When a guy treats you like a doormat and it's like, you'll be there. You'll be there every fucking day when I come home. That is the fucking worst because men specifically, when they get that in their mind that like they have that one girl that's so nice and she'll always be there. It's almost more toxic because then they feel because you're so understanding and you're such a good girl he feels like he has the reins to then go and fuck other people and you'll always fucking be there you need to start living your fucking life because I don't mean to be a fucking asshole but usually what ends up happening with those guys is they'll find an in-between of the you who's so caring and nice and marriage material and then all the hoes that he's fucking and he'll find like an in-between of a really fun crazy girl that is like girlfriend material and he'll start dating her and then you're gonna be like wait 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 I thought and it's like no bitch you thought what you literally just fucking waited around and just like we're waiting for him to what pick you no go fucking pick someone go pick someone for yourself don't wait to be chosen you go fucking choose someone All right, guys, that is it for this week's episode. I love you guys. I think this is um, sad because I'm not going to talk to you guys next week. I will be at my dig appointment and then I'm moving into my new place in New York City, which is super exciting. I'm going to vlog that. I think it will be very fun, flirty, exciting. Go follow my YouTube channel. It's just Alexandra Cooper. Hopefully I'll get a vlog up soon. I fucking love you bitches. If you guys want some merch, go to the merch store. It's barstoolsports.com and then go to store and shop Collar Daddy. We got a lot of good shit. I'm bringing some of my merch to my sexual appointment because I just feel like it's fun and flirty. And I think that my the one shirt that I'm going to wear off the plane is going to be the cheat on him shirt, which is coming out soon. Bear with me. I know it's taken a while. I love you guys so much. Make sure you keep writing questions of the week. And I have narrowed down the daddy gang members that potentially may be coming on the show when we come back so i hope you all 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 have an amazing safe ass july 4th i'm so fucking sad i can't say i'll see you fuckers next wednesday but i'll see you fuckers in two wednesdays